presence of the Lord. I'm so thankful for it. Just glad to be in it. I'm thankful for uh, this ministry that, that Brother David and Sister Bethany have. And just we enjoyed an incredible uh, worship concert with them on Friday night. Just powerful stuff. And God moved in that place. And, and we're glad that they were in Georgia so they could come here and be with us today. And so, um, Brother David, if you'll just get, make your way on up, Brother I, I will just turn it to him, let him preach and sing, do whatever he feels like doing today. And uh, Sister Bethany, Brother Onyx, we're so glad y'all are with us and love this family. Give them a hand as they're coming this morning. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. And praise the Lord, everybody else. So you got to make sure you don't miss anybody in the house of God. I am honored to be here with you today. I believe the Lord is going to help us. I love this church already. I've only been here for a little while, but I have known your pastor and your pastor's wife uh, and your pastor's family, actually, for a little while now. Uh, we became acquainted, I don't know how many years ago it's been now, but it has been an honor uh, to get a chance to know them and to be able to just sit around tables. We've eaten a lot of food together, as a matter of fact. We, uh, we've gone to a whole bunch of different restaurants and had a good time, but I do want to honor them today. If you love your pastor and your pastor's wife, you ought to give them a big hand clap today. They are incredible. They are doing an incredible work, and I am just glad that I'm here to be a part of it with you today. Now, I know that you don't know who I am, and that's totally fine, but you know who he is, and he's the one that sent me here today, and he's the reason why I'm here, so unfortunately, I did not come to impress you today with a fancy sermon and all that good stuff, but I came here with the word from God for somebody here in this building, and I believe God's going to do some powerful things in the house today if you'll let him want to give honor to my, my bishop, Bishop Douglas White, my pastor, Pastor Benjamin White, and I'm grateful to have great leadership in my life that helps me, so I am grateful for my pastor as well, and then I want to give honor to my wife and my handsome son. I don't always get a chance to travel with them, but whenever I do, it is a just an amazing thing. Honestly, a lot of times I feel like I'm traveling with her when she's with me. Instead of her traveling with me, it's a pretty cool deal. She's, uh, she's powerful, and I'm grateful for that. But I think what's going to happen today in this service, matter of fact, I know that what is going to happen here in this service is all going to be dependent upon your response to the Word of God. Come on now. It has very little to do with what I'm going to do. It has everything to do with what you are going to do and what you decide to do in the house of the Lord today. I believe the Lord is going to touch some lives in this house today, but it's all going to be dependent on how you respond to what the Lord wants to say to you today. It is going to happen, and I feel the Spirit of the Lord leading us now into a place where we are going to experience supernatural things in this house. I believe that God still performs miracles. I believe that God still changes lives. Hallelujah. Why don't you open up your Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 3. 
Acts 3. We're going to start at verse 6. Y'all have such an incredible music team here. I am just so blessed. Uh, it's not like this everywhere, just to put that out there for everyone. It's not like this everywhere. And so I do want to tell you you're blessed. Acts 3, starting at verse 6. Thank you very much in the sound booth. I appreciate you. Uh, we're going to start at verse 6 here. Here we go. Then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Anybody thankful for miracles? And all that saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened to him. I'm not going to give you my title just yet, but I feel like we need to pray in this house and ask the Lord to have his hand on this service because he wants to do some things. So why don't you put your Bible down or keep it in your hands? It don't matter. And lift up your hands and with your hands raised, lift up your voice in the house and say, God, do what you want to do today. Have your will and have your way and pour out your spirit in the house. Come on, that's it. Lift up your voices from the front to the back of the building. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, I ask that you would have your hand on this service. God, I ask that you would pour out your spirit. God, I pray that you would release miracles, that you would release signs, that you would release wonders, God, that you would make the crooked thing straight today, Jesus. I pray that you would release deliverance into this atmosphere. We declare miracles in Jesus' name. We declare healing in Jesus' name. We declare your power in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. If you are going to preach with the preacher today, you may be seated. A hundred percent participation. All right, we're going to have church today. Let's go ahead and do it. I truly believe that God can heal you. I truly believe that God can save your soul. I believe that God can turn your life around. Church, I'll tell you exactly where we are in this day and age. We have incredible things going on in many churches around North America and all across the world. We see all types of things happening. We are experiencing growth at a very rapid pace.
pace. And churches are beginning to win more souls than we've ever won before. We are beginning to see lives changed. Every single service we are seeing people get their lives turned around. We are seeing people be drawn to the church and be drawn to what God wants them to do in their life. And we, 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 we realize now that God has the power to do all of these things that we say that he can do. We realize and we know that God has the ability to save somebody's soul or to save somebody's life. We understand that we come into the house of the Lord and we have an opportunity to lift his name. Everybody that came here to this church, you did not get here by accident. You meant to be here today and you walked into these doors and you sat in your seat today because you knew what you were coming for. Today I believe that the Lord wants to lay and plant a seed into your spirit. A simple concept that he gave me a few years ago and I want to preach it to you today because I believe that it is going to change the way that you approach every service that you come in contact with. There are certain things that we do very well in the house of the Lord. And there are certain things that we do very well as apostolics. And certain things that we do very well as Pentecostal people. But I believe that there is something that is missing from time to time. There is an element that is missing in a lot of church services around the world. And I believe the Lord wants me to help you this morning to explain to you what that thing is. Today I will preach to you a very simple concept that I believe will change the perspective of a lot of the saints in this church. You see, we read a story about, about a man who was sitting at the gate beautiful and he was begging for alms and everybody knew that he uh, uh, was crippled and he was not able to walk and had this ailment for some time and he's sitting out there and he begins to beg. And he begins to beg and beg. And he's asking everyone that comes by for money. He's begging for alms. He's watching everybody that walks through this gate. And he's asking them, what do you have to offer me? What is it that you have that I need? And he's begging these people because they look like they have it all together. He's begging these people because he has a need in his life. And so just so happens in the scripture you see that Peter comes walking by. And this man asks Peter and says, Peter... Do you have anything for me? What is it that you have that I need? And Peter looks at this man and says, Silver and gold, have I none? Now that would have been the end of the conversation for me. Because if I'm asking you for money, and you tell me you don't have any money, we're done talking. See, let's go ahead and just be real in the house. I believe in transparency. If I ask you for something and you look at me and say, I don't have what you're looking for. This is not the place where you can find it. I'm moving on to the next person. But there was a difference in this man. There was a difference in the man because he was crippled. He had a real need. 
This is the problem with the world today. We have a lot of people that are just looking for a temporary fix. But they have real needs. He was looking for the thing that could only give him temporary uh, accomplishment or temporary. It was a pacifier to him. Can I just have a little bit of money? But what he did not realize is that day he was going to come in contact with something that he never thought he would come in contact with. It was on that day that he looked at somebody that had something on the inside of them. And they said, silver and gold have I none but such as I have I'm gonna give it to you and what you've got to understand is if you're sitting in this house you've got to understand that you've got power living on the inside of you that you have anointing living on the inside of you there is a world that is lost and dying and who they're looking for is somebody just like you We've got to come to the place where we understand that there's going to be people that don't look like us, that don't act like us, that don't dress like us, that are not like us, uh, that are going to need a real healing. Uh, They're going to need a real touch. They're going to need a God uh, to step into their situation and realize that they may not be asking you the right questions yet, uh, but they're thirsty and they're hungry and they're looking for something. You gotta understand what power lives on the inside of you. We gotta get out of this mentality that we're the tail and we're not the head. I come to declare to this church that you are the head and you are not the tail. If you've got the spirit of God living on the inside of you, you've got power. You've got power to tread on serpents. You've got power to stump on the devil's head. You've got power to lay hands on the sick and see them healed. You've got power living on the inside of you to lay hands on somebody and say be healed in Jesus name you've got to understand the God that you serve you've got to understand the God that you have on the inside of you this man was asking the wrong questions this man was looking for money but he had an issue with his legs this man decided in his mind that it was better just to beg and stay in his current predicament than to come out of it and ask somebody, do you have a way to help me with my legs? We have a lot of people that are looking for a temporary fix because they're fine with their circumstance. They're fine with their situation because they've gotten comfortable there. Some people ask the question, well, how did you get there? I, I, I just want to tell you this morning, the reason why they got there is because they got comfortable where they were. They got comfortable having less. They got comfortable being less. They got comfortable doing less. But I'll tell you this morning that what I believe the Lord wants to, wants to help this congregation with, what he wants to help the saints of God with, is not necessarily what happened in this story. It's what happened before the story happened. In Acts chapter 3, starting at verse 5, the Bible says this. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. 
This man was different than a lot of other people. It wasn't just a regular day for him. Because when he looked at them, oh, I know it seems simple. And I'm going to preach real simple this morning. We're going somewhere. When he looked at them, before he even asked them a question, he expected to receive something from them. And so I come to emphatically preach to this congregation what I believe the Lord wants us to hear today. And it is that your expectancy will determine your experience. Your expectancy determines your experience. What are you saying? What I'm saying is what you're expecting to happen will determine what happens in your life. If you expect to stay the same after you leave this place, you're going to stay the same. If you expect to be the same when you walk out of here, you're going to be the exact same. But if you came to this house looking for a miracle, you're going to get your miracle today. If you came in this house looking for deliverance, you're going to get deliverance today. If you came in this house looking for joy, you're going to get joy today. If you came in this house looking for power, you're going to get power today. Because your expectancy will determine your experience. Stay the same if you want to, but I want to see God do powerful things. Do what you want to in your seat, but I want to see God pour out his spirit. I don't have time to play patty cake church. I don't have time to do church halfway because every time I come into the house of God, I'm expecting him to do something. What would happen in this house if everybody that walked in here today expected for miracles to happen? I'll tell you what the problem is. What the problem is, is we get so used to good church. That we walk in and the praise team does their thing and it sounds great. And you know the media is going to do their thing and it looks great. And everything else has happened and it's all great. But then we have people who sit... You're not expecting for God to do anything. But if you had a need in your life, you'd be acting a whole lot different. And what you got to understand in this is there may be somebody sitting right next to you that needs a miracle in their life. I'm trying to wake somebody up this morning in this house. There may be somebody that's sitting right next to you that needs a healing touch from God. And you've got to understand that you may be the thing standing in the middle of their miracle. But what would happen if we entered in to his gates with thanksgiving and entered into his courts with praise? How would it be in an apostolic church if we came ready to receive something? Come on, you ought to just clap and praise the Lord for a couple moments there. You ought to go ahead and get your blessing right here. You don't even have to wait till the end of the message. You ought to go ahead and do it right here. And say, God, have your way. God, have your will. God, do what you want to do.
Come on, I feel the moving of the spirit in this house. Somebody's miracle is standing right here waiting on you. I got more to preach. I might preach it, but right now, somebody's miracle is waiting for you. How are you going to respond if you knew today was the day you're going to get your miracle? How would you respond if you knew today was the day that you were going to get your healing? You might as well go ahead and do it. Don't let them run the aisles alone. Somebody take off and run the aisles with them. You might think it's crazy, but that man sat at the corner begging for alms, asking everybody that came by for money and ended up getting his healing. It might look crazy to you, but to me it looks like a blessing. To me it looks like a healing. To me it looks like deliverance. Come on, it's on the way. Come on, it's on the way. It's on the way. It's on the way. I just go ahead. I'll just go ahead and do this. I may say a little bit more about this later. But what I feel in this house is forget about those notes and forget about the rest of this message. Somebody in this house, I feel the pulling of the Holy Ghost to step out of this thing. And I want to see miracles happen in this house. You came into this building today wondering if it was ever going to be you because you've seen God do it for other people. But I come to declare. By the anointing of the Holy Ghost that God wants to do it for you today. That it's not just somebody else, but God's got a miracle with your name on it today. I feel the operating of the gifts of the Spirit here in this house. Uh, and I want to tell you, if you're here and you need a mighty touch from God, you want to step out of your pew and just go ahead and come to the front. I don't have to preach the rest of this thing. God's going to do what he wants to do, and he's going to do it way better than I can do it. But if you need something in your life, you want to step out of your seat. And when you step out, you ought to come expecting for God to pour out his spirit because God's going to begin to operate in this house. No, you may not understand it. No, it may not make sense, but God's going to do it today. God wants to repair some things. If you're a part of the ministry team, I need you laying hands on people. I need you working these altars because God's doing something mighty and powerful in this house and if you're a saint and you don't need prayer activate yourself and step out of your pew and lay hands on somebody and pray for them in Jesus name I rebuke every cancer cell in this house. I rebuke every disease in this house. I rebuke every illness in this house. I rebuke the enemy of your soul in this house. I rebuke every lying devil that would tell you that your marriage can't work. I rebuke every lying devil that tells you that you'll never come out of your situation. And I speak blessings and healing on you by the authority that is in the name Jesus, the power that is in his word. We speak it 
Jesus' name. We declare deliverance in Jesus' name. We declare healing in Jesus' name. receive your miracle that's it receive your healing today is your day today is your day today is your day Come on, this is what ministry looks like. Come on, ministry is happening here today. This is what ministry looks like today. name you begin to, to, to declare it in Jesus name you begin to speak it in Jesus name and say God do what you want to do God move in my life however you want to move there's such an anointing in this house anything you need you can have it if you've never been filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost you can have it today if you need the Spirit of God living on the inside of you you can have it today you're going to feel your tongue start doing crazy things and you're going to speak words that you've never spoken before nobody can teach you the language but God is going to speak it through you God is going to speak things through you the Spirit is going to make intercession today I need some prayer warriors to pray in Jesus name I need some ministers to pray in Jesus name I need somebody to step out and say yes Lord yes Lord yes Lord to your will and to your ways yes Lord (laughs) 
If you've never been baptized in Jesus' name, today is your day. If you've never been baptized in the only saving name of Jesus, today is your day. You can have your sins washed away. You can leave different than the way that you came. Why do you need to be baptized? Because it washes away your sins. Why do you need to be baptized in Jesus' name? Because it's the only saving name. It's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Come on, that's it. Let them do the work in this house. Come on, that's it. Let them do the work in this house. The power of God's carrying us right now. The power of God's moving through us right now. The Spirit of the Lord is performing it right now. Some of you have been going through the same thing for a long time. You've been sitting by that pool of Bethesda for a long time. You've been waiting for the troubling of the waters for a long time. But I come to declare to you that today is your day. And you don't have to sit by the pool any longer. Because the king is on his way to you. And he's going to tell you to rise up and take up your bed. And come out of your situation. Rise, take up your bed. And come out of your circumstance. Come on, God wants to do it today for you. God wants to do it today. Come on, it's time to learn how to touch God today. It's time to learn how to touch God today. Come on, don't hold back the tears, let them flow. Oh yeah, don't hold back your voice, open up your mouth and say yes Lord. Come on, don't hold, don't hold your hands down, lift your hands up in the air and say God I receive whatever you have for me. God I receive whatever you want for me. Hallelujah. Come on, I feel it in the Holy Ghost. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Help is on the way. Come on, what do you expect for God to do today? What do you expect for God to do next week? What do you expect for God to do next month?
Church, I'll, t- I'll tell you where we're at right now. I'll tell you exactly where we're at right now. In the book of Mark, there is a man that was, that was from Capernaum. And this man, <clears throat> this man had issues in his body. All these different crazy things are happening. And he finds out that Jesus is in the town and Jesus is in a certain house. And so what happens is, is he needs to make his way to Jesus to get his miracle. But there had to be some people that looked up and said, you know what, there's a roof up there. We can't get through this door. We can't get through this door. We can't get through this door. But we got to find a way for our friend to get whatever miracle he needs in his life. And I'll tell you what I feel in this house today. Your miracles, all right, here it is. Your miracles are not going to come from you isolating yourself. You've been feeling lonely, so you've been pulling away from everybody. Thinking that you're going to get your miracle your own way somehow. Thinking that you don't need the church. I feel this in the Holy Ghost strong now. Thinking that you don't need the church and that you can live this however you want to live it and do what you want to do and separate yourself from everybody else. But I got news for you. That man that needed a healing that was let down through the through the, the, the roof of a house. It happened because somebody said, we're going to unify in this thing and we're going to come together. And whatever we have to do to see you get your miracle is what we're going to have to do I come against every lying devil that tells you that you have to be lonely that you have to isolate yourself that nobody loves you that that nobody is with you I rebuke depression in Jesus name I rebuke anxiety in Jesus name devil you can't have them no more and say to God you're not alone say to God people are for you say to God people are with you devil you gotta leave devil you gotta go you can't tell them the lies anymore I come to declare to somebody today your miracle is waiting for you but it's waiting inside of the body it's waiting inside of the body of Christ for you this is what I feel we need to do this is what I feel we need to do and I'm going to get out of your way what I feel that we need to do, if you've, been, if you've been needing a miracle, you've been needing something to happen in your life, maybe you've just been needing a change, doesn't mean that you're living in sin, doesn't mean that, that you're a terrible person, but maybe you've been fighting a battle in your life, you've been fighting it for a long time, and you've been trying to fight it alone. I want you to step out of your pew, I want you to make your way, it, it don't matter how, I just want you to come up here close. Just come up here as close as you can. You've been doing this thing. You need a miracle. You need something in your life. What, it, it don't matter what it is. But you've been doing this thing. And, and even if you don't feel alone, if you've just been needing a miracle for a long time, you've been needing God to step into your situation for a long time, I believe that God's going to do it today. But you know how God's going to do it today? You see this body of believers here? That is how God is going to do it. You have to have some people that are just crazy enough to say, you know what, I see a roof, and I think we ought to tear a hole in the roof on your behalf. So if that's you, I want you to raise up both hands. 
right here and if you see their hands raised around you and you're a part of this body I want you to begin to go through and I want you to begin to bind every spirit bind every devil tell the devil that I don't care what you gotta do but you ought to tear a hole in the roof with your prayer today you ought to tear a hole in the roof with your worship today some of y'all ought to just get lost in worship and begin to worship for their miracle as if it was your own some of you ought to get lost in the spirit and begin to pray for them as if it was your own come on God's ministering today Come on, you ought to bond together, church body. You ought to bond together. You ought to bond together. You ought to come together and unify. on that's it push a little bit longer push a little bit further come on let God do what he wants to do in the house of the Lord today hallelujah hallelujah come on we believe it in Jesus name we speak healing in Jesus name we speak freedom in Jesus name we speak blessings in Jesus name hallelujah 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let the Lord touch you today. Come on, let the Lord touch you today. Yes, God, yes, God, yes, God.
All right, church. There's one more thing we're going to do in the house today. There's one more thing we're going to do in the house. We have asked God. We believe God to, to, to do whatever he wants to do. We've bonded together with each other. And we've said, God, do what you want to do. And we believe God for that. But there are a bunch of times in the scripture where God would perform a miracle. And then he would give an action for them to perform. Rise, take up your bed, and walk. You got to do something after it happens. After you feel the miracle happen, after you feel the weight lift off of you, there's got to be something that comes after that. Because what happens is, is we get into this cycle where we come, we pray, we do all this stuff, but we never truly give God thanks for it. And what we're going to do in this house to end off this service today is we are going to seal this thing with a praise today. And we're going to give God praise for every miracle, for every healing, for every deliverance, for everything that he's done in the building. We're going to do it that way today. And I know it may seem crazy to some of you, but you ought to just get lost in it and wave your hands in the air and say, God, I just want to thank you. God, I just want to worship you. God, I just want to magnify you. God, I just want to lift your name. I just got to lift your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you today, God. We worship you today, Jesus. Come on, that's cute if he ain't done anything for you. But how would you shout, it's your miracle happened. There is no shadow. That could ever summer from your life And there is no rival Who could ever stand against your might You've always been with us Every battle you've already won You've already won Come on, if you know the song You want to sing it with us today Hey! And there is no weapon that is ever left, that is ever left a mark on you. And there is no army with the power to come, the power to Oh! 
This is what we're going to do today. Are you ready? Now all of my fear I will turn into praise Shake off despair as I sing out your name A victory dance, I will dance out in faith I will crush disappointment and break every chain Alright, so either we're going to do this thing or we're going to do this thing And when we say all of my fears I'm going to turn it into praise You ought to praise today like all your fear is gone and when we say shake off despair, you want to sing out the name of Jesus. And when we say a victory dance, it's not just a jump, but it's a dance. It's a praise. Yeah. Here we go. Set all of my fear. All of my fear. I will turn into praise. Shake off despair. As I sing out a victory dance. I will crush disappointment. Set all of my fear. All of my fear. I will turn into shake off despair. Shake off despair as I sing out victory dance. dance. I will dance out in faith. I will crush disappointment. Sing it again. All of my fear. I will turn into shake off despair. feels like the chain's been broke let's see a little demonstration if your hands are loose lift them up and wave them give the Lord they say give him a wave offering come on wave your hands to the Lord he cut oh I tell you this is 
getting a little churchy. I wish I could sing. I'd be saying, can't nobody do me like Jesus. Y'all don't know that one. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I know. Oh, I know he knows that. Here it comes. Ain't nobody do me like Jesus. How come you ain't got a microphone? <laughs> we, need, we need the singers up here. Because how many believe can't nobody do it like Jesus can do it? Can't nobody fix it like Jesus? Can't nobody heal it like Jesus? Can't nobody do me like Jesus? Y'all sing it, I shall. Do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. No, no, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's
for 20 seconds. I want you to pick them up and put them down. I want one of your feet to be off of the ground in the next 15 or 20 seconds. This is your last chance to worship God like he deserves it, like he's done it, like you've gotten a miracle. There is healing in this place. There is salvation in this place. Come on, everybody. Come on. One, two, three. He put one in in my feet. And clapped in my hands. He put praise on my lips. He put joy in my Sing it, everybody. Rub it in my feet. Oh, yes. Rub it in my head. Oh, yes, he did. Praise on my lips. Oh, yes, he did. Joy in my head. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Make a joyful noise to the Lord right now. You know, that song is, man, it's super, super catchy. Even if you can't dance, you can kind of get with that. It's not, not too hard. But really, as simple as the line is in it, it can't nobody do me like Jesus. We're not singing it to be catchy. But it's just a declaration of our faith. That we believe without Him, we can do nothing. That we believe that nothing is too hard for the Lord. Come on, somebody. We really believe that I can do all things through Him. So I'm telling you today that when we sing these little songs, oh, that's a nice catchy little tune. It ain't about being catchy. It's about telling the truth. That can't nobody do me like Jesus. He orders your steps. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. And his ears are open to their cries. Let me tell you, you don't go nowhere that he ain't. But wherever you are, there he is. He's with you every step of the way. 
And though a good man fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. I'm telling you, can't nobody do me like Jesus. There is no weapon formed against me that's going to prosper. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Come on. I'm telling you that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Can't nobody do us like Jesus. Well, there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Come on, somebody. Can't nobody do us like Jesus. Then Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins because can't nobody do it like Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a hand clap and another shout. You serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's the Lord God Almighty, the Prince of Peace, the God of all comfort. And he's coming back to get a church one day. Amen. I want to be with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Aren't you thankful? Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't feel like just releasing just this moment. I feel like we need to lift our hands one more time. Just across the room. You don't have to scream and shout, but if you'll just let it roll across your lips, that worship to the King. Let Him know how grateful you are for Him today. How much you love Him. You love His presence. That you love this house of worship where He dwells. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We need you more than ever. Lord, let us walk in expectation, God, that you're going to bless and move. Your mercy is new every morning. Let us wake up, God, knowing that your compassions fail not. Let us remember that you load us daily with benefits. Hallelujah. That your rod and staff is going to be there to comfort us, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 Before the Lord left his disciples, I feel like somebody just needs to hear this reminder from the Lord today. But in some of his last hours and his last conversations with his closest people, and I feel like today, you know, we've been in his presence. God spoke through his word. His worship's been incredible. His presence has been here. Miracles have been done. And so we've got a closeness with him. And sometimes you worry. You know, I think sometimes it's hard for us to, to, to come down and stop because we, we feel like that man that had the legion of devils. He, when Jesus got ready to leave, he's like, man, let me get on the boat and go with you. I don't want this to sail away from me, but the Lord let him know. I give you something that it don't sail away on a boat. It's going to stay with you. But I think sometimes we get ready to leave church and we're worried. How am I going to live now that I leave this atmosphere? Is, am I going to just go right back? 
But before Jesus left his disciples, he had told them all the things that were going to happen. Of course, they've walked with him three years and three and a half years and saw all these things. They're close to him and they don't want him to go. But he looked at them and they knew they had that concern in their heart and their minds. And he said, I won't leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I'm telling you, he don't leave because you walk out these doors. He's not going to stop at the door to your house, but he'll go in with you. He'll go with you into your classroom, onto your campus, into your place of work. He's going to be with you. Wherever it is that your temptation comes, that the thing that wants to attack you and tear you down is, wherever that is, he's going to be there with you. Because he said, I will not leave you comfortless. So don't be afraid to walk out of here today. You walk out with your head up and your hands up and a praise on your lips knowing the mighty God, the King of Kings, he's with me. And find comfort in him and in his presence. He's going to bless you and he's going to keep you. You need to know that today. Don't be afraid when you leave this place today. You just know that God's going to be with you. Amen. Let's give him one more hand clap of praise in this house today. Aren't you thankful for Brother and Sister Jennings today? What a ministry. What a great couple. Look forward to having them back in Georgia again. And, and uh, I'd like to make it to Texas sometime. <laughs> Homecoming. When is that? Okay. Okay. We got a wedding sometime coming up, so I got to make sure we don't interrupt that. So. We are very appreciative to them. Let's give them a hand. We're thankful for this family. You know, one of the great things about serving the Lord is that you get to meet new and wonderful people all over the place. And God just keeps adding wonderful voices in your life and, and wonderful ministers and friends. And, and so you just look, look at what God did by bringing this couple by Winterville, Georgia this weekend just blessed us tremendously that's, what, that's how much God thinks about us and about all of us the whole church don't forget prayer meeting tomorrow night at 7 ladies prayer Tuesday at 7.30 and just be ready for God to do some great things this week walk in victory and walk with an expectancy because that's going to determine your experience amen I believe it I believe that I received that word today in Jesus name God bless you. Don't forget, you can sign up and get your tickets for the taco dinner out in the foyer. If you would do that, that would be a blessing to them. And I suppose you can buy at the door as well. Anybody know? Can't buy at the door. Oh, well, then don't show up Friday for no taco unless you got a ticket. Okay. If, if you get here and don't have one, I'll give you mine. I love you. God bless you in Jesus' name. <laughs>